Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Well, hello, it is Natalie here and welcome to another episode of Perimenopause Power Podcast. I am flying solo today, but I know Lisa is here with me in spirit. Lisa made a getaway to Sydney, actually, for a workplace wellness festival. And so she has been busy hustling, talking about wellness and menopause in particular with uh, a lot of um, professionals up there in Sydney. So It has been a great couple of days for her. If you listened to our last episode with Tessa McPeak, you may have recognised that I was there physically, but I was unable to contribute verbally because I lost my voice. I'm happy to say that my voice is back, although still a little bit croaky. So um, it is taking its sweet time to come back to me. That is for sure. Today's episode is a little bit different to what we've done in the past. And the reason being is because we're well aware that we are hitting the middle of the year. Who can believe it? And we thought we have done 30 episodes of this podcast, providing a lot of education and a lot of insights and a lot of beautiful, wonderful stories of other women who have some fantastic personal experiences to share, but also skillful knowledge to share as well. For those that may or may not know, Lisa and I are both coaches and we are very focused and big advocates on helping people to create change around their personal goals, their health, their life, their career goals. And we thought this is a perfect time with the end of the financial year happening to really start to bring in some elements of coaching to you And really, when we talk about coaching, it's just talking through some exploratory questions, and I'll get through that shortly. But it's an opportunity for you to take this time to self-reflect, connect with where you are right now, and also forward think where you want to go. Also, June 21st was the winter solstice, and we were really grateful and fortunate to be able to host a winter solstice uh, connected women's circle here in Melbourne at our wellness hub. We love what this day represents. And if you're not familiar with the winter solstice, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, it is winter solstice. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, it is the summer solstice. Winter solstice for us here down in uh, the Southern Hemisphere is the turning point of the seasons. And you are possibly well aware that Lisa and I talk a lot about seasons. If you're familiar with the work that we do around menstrual cycles, we actually liken the four phases of a woman's menstrual cycle to the seasons of the year. But also, you know, the seasons represent a change. And of course, through this podcast and, and through our work, we talk a lot about change. We talk a lot about the phases that women go through. And so we think that days such as the winter solstice really epitomize life for us. So what else is there about the winter solstice? It is the shortest day of the year. So we have the least amount of daylight hours in the winter solstice, which means that we have the longest and darkest night, signifying to us that it is nature's focus to draw within. And we just love that. We love that 
you know, we can consciously make a decision to draw within. Symbolically, it represents endurance through hardship. And it is a beautiful reminder that a beginning always follows an ending. And I'll get to that in a second. And through this time of introspection, so self-reflection, drawing in, we can actually make a conscious effort to focus our intentions. There's no doubt that, you know, the last couple of years have just caused tremendous amount of change and disruption, uncertainty, a real level of a loss of confidence, a real lack of self-love. Definitely that is a theme that is shining through all the work that we do. A loss of self as well. And I think the first half of this year, particularly for us Australians, and I'm not sure what it's like for you international listeners and feel free to connect with us and let us know we'd love to know but you know we come out of lockdowns and the start of the year happened and we were just raring to start to live again and life returned in full throttle I'm saying times 10 actually it was almost like we were trying to do as much as we possibly could to make up for the lost two years So what we're seeing as a result of that is, you know, there's a rise in stress, a rise in lack of balance, pressure, overwhelm, high anxious rates, depression rates. It's all manifested in the last six months. As much as we are enjoying reconnecting with the friends and family and the people that we love and doing the things that we love, it has been a solid, solid six months, that's for sure. So for today's episode, I want to take you through a three-question exercise that we absolutely love. And in fact, I do this exercise at the dining table at dinner time with my daughter and my husband. And it really just provides an opportunity to connect with where you are, explore some of the things that you might be grappling with or struggling with, but then finishing up with a sense of opportunity looking at what we actually need. And this is the part that we really want to encourage you to connect with. We are coaches, Lisa and I. We have different complementary skills and passions, but at the end of the day, our focus is on helping people to create the behaviour change that they desire, whether that's in health, in life, in career, passions, whatever it is, it's about that change behaviour. And it always starts with that initial intention to create change And then looking at, okay, what is it that I really want? Not getting so caught up in the how. That's where a lot of us fall undone because we think about, oh, how could I even do that? I couldn't possibly do that. But rather connecting to what it is that that you want. So I'll invite you, if you like, to listen to this episode in its entirety and then maybe come back to those questions. Or maybe you might like to pause as I talk through those questions. Feel free to grab a pen and paper feel free to also take a mindful moment where you can actually just maybe connect to the thoughts in your mind as I ask you each of those questions. But whichever way, just make sure that you are listening in a safe space, not driving a car or flying a plane, that you uh, have full intention on uh, what you are doing in that moment. So the first question is, what is going well for you right now? Now, you might like to reflect on just today last week, last month, maybe you'd like to look at the last six months. But can you label and list everything that is going well for you right now? Is it your relationships, friendships? Is it your work? Is it that you've been able to care for your health, start a new hobby? Whatever it is, we're trying to connect to 
what is going well for us right now? And then the next question is, what are you struggling with? Or what is maybe not going so well for you right now? And I will say, it can be quite easy for us to really connect with what's not going well. And that's because, and I know we've spoken about it in our podcast, our brain has a natural negative bias. And so it always gravitates to the negative thoughts, the negative experiences. And unfortunately, our brain retains that information. And in fact, there's fantastic research out from an academic professor uh, named Barbara Fredrickson. And see, she suggests that for every negative thought that we have, we need three positive to counteract that negative thought. That is how strong the negative bias is. It's a three to one ratio. So just exploring that, right? I don't want you to connect so much to the feelings that sit behind it. I don't want you to bring judgment or criticism to yourself as you label the things that perhaps you're struggling with. Here, we are simply exploring, simply connecting to what it is that you are struggling with within this moment. And maybe struggle is not the right word. Maybe it's something that you're finding challenging. Maybe something that's not working. You know, maybe it's in a friendship circle. Maybe it's something at work. Maybe it's you don't have time for yourself. Whatever it is, we're just labeling what it is. And then finally, I want you to take a moment to reflect on what it is that you need. So with this struggle or this challenge at hand, what is it that you need right now? And you might look at the things that are going well for you and you might look at them to invoke some inspiration because sometimes, again, we can struggle to identify what it is that we need. But then I also challenge you to really connect with the thing that comes up first. Our gut intuition is a fantastic communication mechanism to us. And in most cases, we do know what it is that we need, but that's where we get caught up in the how, the impact it might have on other people, what other people might think of me. So just exploring, what is it that you need? Is it a learning Is it to carve out 10 minutes for yourself in the day? Is it to pick up the phone and call someone, call a friend? And that's it. That is our three-question exercise. And you can see how it takes you from a state of positivity and optimism to then perhaps thinking, oh, this is a real struggle. Bringing awareness to how this struggle may be impacting you but also having an appreciation and a sense of gratitude for the things that are really going well for you. To then looking at this challenge or struggle as an opportunity, a learning lens. And then as you've gone through that exercise, I want you to make a commitment to yourself. What is one thing that you could do? Now, the thing that you need might be big and you can't do that overnight and that's fine. But what's one step, one commitment that you could make to yourself that's going to help you nurture the thing that you need? We would love for you to share with us how you found this exercise. And as I said, it is one that you could do with the family around the kitchen table. It's one that you could also do in the workplace, at a meeting, connecting with your team members, taking the opportunity to mindfully connect and see the people for who they are. 
creating those personable relationships. I do hope that you enjoyed today's episode and I do hope that you are able to take something from this episode, even if it is just connecting to a sense of gratitude for what is going well for you or excitedly making that commitment. And if you have made that commitment, I'd love for you to send it over to us. The greatest lesson we have had about setting goals and working towards something is talking about it. Even if I've had weird looks from people as to say, what, how can you possibly do that? I've always kept my goal close to my heart and I've spoken about it. And I'll tell anyone who listens. (laughs) It's all about creating accountability. But thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to us. Don't forget you can subscribe or share this episode or our entire podcast with those that you love and care for. Or maybe with those that you don't. (laughs) But thank you so much. See you again soon. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.